Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Sidebar with Cindy on Kaya FM 95.9. FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. Welcome to Cyber Cindy with me. I'm Cindy Siwe Fansale. Um, the time is 7 o'clock and we will be chatting about stay-at-home moms after this. Medical issues, sex and family, finance, parenting and emotional development. Sidebar with Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Kaya FM 95.9, home of the Afropolitan. Sidebar, Cindy with me, Cindy Swift and Sale. So tonight, we are talking about stay-at-home moms. Um, today's world takes pride in celebrating hard-working, independent women. But um, nowhere does it say that women can't be stay-at-home moms. And so this evening, we're shining the spotlights and celebrating the unsung heroine of many homes, stay-at-home moms. I'll be chatting to Nadia Gabriel. She's a blogger. And um, I'll also be chatting to Lebohang Maruping, who's a full-time mom. She's also a marketing and events specialist and a a cabin crew student. But both of these women are stay-at-home moms. We'll be taking your calls on 086-0000959. We'll also be taking your SMSs on 36959. Um, The hashtags on social media are Sidebar Cindy and the other hashtag is KaiFM Talk. So before we go to calls, I'd like to welcome our guests to the show. Um, Nadia Gabriel, thank you so much for joining um, joining us on Sidebar Cindy. Thanks for having me. What a pleasure. And I'll also be welcoming Ule Buhang Maruping. Um, good evening, Le Buhang, and welcome to the show. Evening, Sadie. Hey, listeners. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. So I know that, um, you know, a lot of us haven't really thought about what it is to be a stay-at-home mom. I know it's a lot of work. When I was on maternity leave, I've, 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 I have two kids a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old. And both times I was able to take um, four months of maternity leave and essentially I was a stay-at-home mom. It is a lot of work. And I think people take for granted how much work goes into it. So, Nadia, I'll start off with you. Um, when when did you decide to become a, a stay-at-home mom? Um, mine was quite a spontaneous decision. It was a week before I was supposed to go back to work, actually. So it was a very last-minute choice, but yeah, six years later, I'm still quite happy with it. And when you say it's the week before you were meant to go back to work, had you mm. um, been on maternity leave at the time? Yes, I was on four months of maternity leave and I was supposed to go back, but um, I couldn't do it. And the, okay, so financially, um, <laughs> how did you prepare for it? I mean, I'd have loved, <laughs> I'd have loved to make such a decision. <laughs> so... Listen, it wasn't easy and it was something that was eating at me because I didn't think it was possible. Um, I knew we needed our two salaries to keep living the way that we were and it wasn't an easy choice. But at the end of the day, my husband, he's the best. He said, if this is what you want to do, we will make it work. And we did. We sold our second car. We cut down our expenses immensely and we made it work. So... Yeah, it can be done if you really want to. Mm. Not for everyone. I completely understand that. But um, yeah, it can be done. And how many kids do you have? I have two now. Okay. And how old are they? The eldest is five. She turns six next month. And my youngest is two. Okay. All right. Le yeah. Bukhang, um, the de- your decision to, to, to become a stay-at-home mom, um, what prompted that? Oh, geez. Now you're taking me back. Um <laughs> 
Well, I mean, look, with me, I, I, I didn't really have an easy first trimester. And I think a little, a little bit of that also had to do with um, me not entirely being happy at work. And, you know, I, had, I have a very supportive partner. And um, he even said, listen, you're not really happy. You're in the first trimester. Um, the best thing for you to do is just not work right now and focus on the baby. And, and you, you know, your health comes first. Mm. And... Um, as Nadia said, it is not an easy decision to make, especially financially wise. Um, so I did that exactly. And um, when baby was born, he was born with bronchitis. So, oh, yeah. you know, he was in and out of hospital. Mm. And, you know, my being stay at home um, at the time actually came in handy because I had to be with him in hospital every time he was admitted. Yeah. Um, so I've been home since. And I mean, he turned two in November. So, um, you know, it's, 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 I think sometimes you want to pull your skin, you know, um, and just literally open the ground and just have it swallow you because you can't take it anymore. And, you know, I mean, you know, my mom says that they're little demons. I, I don't like to call them that, but <laughs> having to spend the whole day with them, you know, it's rewarding, you know, when you get to see that smile and, 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 you know, yeah. So that's, that's where that decision came from. It was, it was basically those two reasons. And, um, do you find yourself having to justify your decision to your friends or to, to, to strangers? You know, when, 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 you, when you're in a social setting and people ask you what you yeah. do. Yeah. Look, I mean, my friends more so because they know me to be a person who is very much hands-on, who loves to, to, to work and get things done. Um, they didn't understand what prompted this decision. Um, but I've always found solace in knowing that my partner and my, my family supported my decision and that they had my back 100%. Yeah. Um, the best that I could always do was just explain to them and try to make them see things from my point of view and that, listen, with time, I will go back to work. Um, should I want to go back to work or need to go back to work, then, you know, I, I will go back to work. Mm. And I know that you're studying as well. You, you, um, you're studying to be um, a cabin crew member. I am. I am. I mean, <laughs> I, I think I, I, I owed it to myself, but that was my initial career choice. But, you know, you know how our parents are. Um, get that diploma, get that degree or at least a certificate. And then you can do whatever it is that your heart desires. But um, after studying, I then went into media and I've been ever since. So, you know, being at home, I, I figured, you know what, um, this one has grown now. Um, I've got a, I've got a nine-year-old as well. Yeah. Um, so I figured this one has grown and why not do something for me for once? Um, okay. And yeah, so I, that's what I'm doing now. Okay. Well, if you've just joined us, you're listening to Sidebar Cindy with me, Cindy Sivifansela. I'm chatting to Nadia Gabriel and Lebuchang Maruping. Those, they're both stay-at-home moms and we're just sharing, they're sharing the experiences of being stay-at-home moms. Nadia, coming back to you, um, so how much how much help do you have you know at home with with the kids? Is it just you alone doing everything, or do you have um, a, a, a domestic worker coming in to help you with a few things? Um, it's pretty much me most of the time. We have a domestic helper who comes in once a week, but if you have kids at home, you know that the house does not stay clean mm. for very long after they've left. So yeah, no, it's pretty much me that does it. My husband helps out a lot when he's home. But he does work full time, so it's me who does like most of the cooking and the cleaning and the fetching and stuff for the kids. Oh, okay. But it's my response. Yeah, I figured that is my responsibility as a stay-at-home mom. That's part of the trade-off. I feel. And do you ever feel lonely? Oh, yeah, I do actually. At first, I didn't think I would. I am an mm. introvert, and I do like my alone time. But 
when you're alone with a baby and you don't know what you're doing, you really need help. So mm. the advice that I would have for other stay-at-home moms is to definitely find your mom group. Because mm. as supportive as your husband or your partner might be, they don't really understand what you're going through. But other moms will and they will get it. So even if you, you want to vent, but you don't really want a response back, you just want someone to say, I understand. Yeah. That's your, that's your crew. Okay. And do you ever have off days? Do you ever wake up and you just don't feel like doing anything? <laughs> so often. So often. <laughs> There's so many days when I too much just stay in my pajamas all day. I'm like, no, we'll just Uber eat today. <laughs> I can't. I need a break. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Lebuchang, do you ever have um, off days? Every day. Every day. I mean, like I said, if you're on... When you are at home with listen to a toddler, having to get up sometimes is really, really hard because you don't get to socialize with your peers. You don't get to wake up in the morning and put on makeup and drive to work and and do something else other than be a mom. Mm. Um, but you know, like I said, I it's rewarding. You know, it, you know, you you wake up and you don't really want to do anything. And then after he wakes up, you're like, oh, if you're going to wake up before you, if he used to wake you up, you're like, okay, this is why I'm a stay-at-home mom. This is why I get to do what I do. Mm. So those off days are there, but you get rewarded at the end of the day. And our rewards might not be a bonus. You know, it's just giving me a smile or him calling me mama um, from the corridor, mm. you know, yeah. And in terms of your support structures, um, you know, who, who, who supports you in, in your day-to-day activities? So it would mostly, you know, I'm I'm mostly by myself. Um, I don't have a full-time helper. Um, things have changed. Um, it's like with Nadia said, you need to cut down on a couple of things, yeah. you know, um, in order for you to have this kind of lifestyle. Um, so we've had to cut out on that or cut down rather on that as well, mostly mm-hmm. because now um, I go to school. So he now goes to school as well. So we started crash. So, um, you know, I would be with him most of the day and um, should I not be able to, to pick him up or, or, you know, fulfill any of my duties as a mom, um, you know, my partner wouldn't come into place. My mom is always there, you know. Um, okay. I've got family in and around. So I've got, I've got that support. Okay, great. And have you found that, um, you know, as, as the months have gone by, do you have any regrets? Do you ever look back and think, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done this? I do. Um, I, to be quite honest, I do. Um, especially, like I said, you want to wake up in the morning and, and drive to work and converse with people your age and, and do something for a change but be a mom because even if you work a nine to five job on weekends, you still get to be a full time mom. Um, so I, I do have that little voice in my head that says, maybe you shouldn't have done that. But then again, you, you then go like, you know what? There's a reason why I'm doing this, yeah. and you find comfort in that. Yeah, Nadia, coming back to you. Um, before we take calls, we're taking calls on 86 You can SMS us on 36959. You can join the conversation on social media on um, hashtag, the hashtag Sidebar Cindy and Kai FM Talk. We're talking about stay-at-home moms. Um, but before we take calls, um, Nadia, do you ever feel like you, you shouldn't have done this? Do you ever regret? Um, you know, there were points when I did and for various reasons throughout the past six years. Initially, it was because I really did not know what I was doing. I had a newborn. I was alone at home. I had never experienced childcare before. The child was crying all the time. It was horrifying. Mm. But you get used to it. And then later on, it was 
it was a this is financial worry. Like, am I doing the right thing? Should I rather be working? So the money, the money, the money income. issues always is always a big one. It's it's. I think for all moms who stay at home, it's this thing that nags at the back of your mind. Like, yeah. do you have enough? Are you saving for your kids? Like, should you be there working instead of at home with them? Are you really doing the right thing? Mm. It's always a concern, but you know what? They won't be little forever, and there's always time to go back to work. Okay. So. Well. I'm happy. Well, just to encourage both of you, I mean, people have done lots of research on stay-at-home moms. And um, I'm reading something here that says that one of the pros of being a stay-at-home mom is that um, when your child starts going to school, um, their performance is 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 is, is 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 better, um, and and those kids whose whose mommies are stay at home moms and do stuff with them have less stress and aggression, and and yeah, so that should encourage um you know you guys. But obviously, the realities for some moms is that you know there is that 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 um yearning to go back to work, and some mm-hmm. people feel as if they they're not contributing to society anymore by being stay at home moms, and I I disagree with that way of thinking. But a lot of people feel as if oh you know you've got a degree or you you studied this and you're wasting time by sitting at home. And and I don't think that's a fair as a fair thing for people to say. Have you have you okay? Well, I don't we'll think so, yeah. yeah, but we'll talk about that later on, um, as the as the as the show progresses. Um, so the mom group that you spoke about, Nadia, um, how did you find mm-hmm. other moms? Where where is, is, was it on social media? Was it on on yes. Facebook? Okay, it was on Facebook actually. Um, we had just moved to Johannesburg, and I didn't know anybody. My parents were in Durban, all our family were there, and it was really just finding our feet. So I put out a request on Facebook saying, you know what, if there's any other stay-at-home moms in the area, would you like to meet? And I got so many responses. Mm. This play group was huge. It started off really big. And we connected so well. And some of them are still my friends now. It's almost two years later. And we still see each other regularly. So social media has been amazing in connecting people. And are your kids um, in the same age groups or is it, it's a whole range of, of ages? It's a whole range, but it's more or less between, I would say, well, now from the group that was in, the kids are between two and six. So they, they're quite a nice age for them all to get along as well. Okay, okay. And you go on play dates and all that stuff. We do, yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> and then Lebuchang, coming back to you, um, had, have you, so, okay, I know that you say that you don't have um, a lot of people that you interact with, but have you, have you tried looking for a mom group um, like the one Nadia um, belongs to? I haven't actually tried, but um, I've got a friend of mine who invited me to um, a group on WhatsApp. And, you know, it, it helps a lot because you get to vent. If you need to vent, you know, they understand what it is exactly that you're going through. Um, so I don't consume alcohol and I always refer to that group as my glass of wine because <laughs> that's where I get my sanity from, you know. Yeah. Um, you, you get mommies who understand what it is that you're going through or if you're not sure about something you don't really want to consult the internet you have that person that can give you some sort of advice um you know so i did that it really really helps we haven't done any play dates um you know like nadia has um which i think would be fun um but yeah definitely i'm sure it's going to grow and it will grow into something you know um great like that okay and i know that your your baby's at creche now Yes, he, he started on Monday, actually. Okay, so this is a recent a recent development. Yes. And, and was it a difficult decision for you to make? I mean, I know that it has to happen because you're studying, but yeah. um, how did you feel? 
I had mixed emotions because I, you know, I've got this belief of starting my kids, um, you know, having them go to creche at three because I believe that, you know, at that age, their immune systems are a little bit stronger. Yeah, I, and, I agree um, with you, yes. Yeah. That's you know, a good age, stronger. yeah. Exactly. Um, but, you know, in this case, I just had to. And also because he's got bronchitis and I was very skeptical about taking him there because of his yeah. condition. Um, you know, but I had to. Um, and... I did. He he cries every morning, um, but you know I'm, I'm hoping it gets better with time. So um, it's just one of those that you know you you just you just have to do it mm. as a mom, and you have to be strong whether you you like it or not. No, yeah, that's understandable. And is he yeah. there? Is he there the whole day, or he's there a portion of the day? He's there for most of the day. Um, you know, I I try to get him as soon as possible. Um, because he's also still not comfortable as yet. No, yeah, it takes um, time. But yeah, depending on my classes, he's there for most of the day. Okay. And Nadia, are any of your kids in, in, in um, daycare? Yes, there's actually one is in grade R and the other is in daycare. So they both at school until 12. Okay. Which is pretty awesome. <laughs> as of this year, I finally have some morning free to myself, which is wonderful. <laughs> Six years later, I'm loving it. And have you ever considered um, homeschooling? Is that something that you would do? You know, that is something that I, I thought of doing before I had children. But once I had them, uh, it came off the table. I just don't have the patience, I think, for it. I enjoy taking my kids to school and just having that time to do other things that need to be done. Mm. And I also like the social interaction that they get at school and the friends that they make. You know, seeing that social dynamic happening is really interesting, and I think they need it. And Lebuhang, would you consider homeschooling? Sorry, Cindy, what is that? Would you consider homeschooling, you know, at any stage? Um, I've got mixed emotions about that one, hence my pausing, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd, I'd consider it, but realistically speaking, I still, you know, as Nadia stated, that you want them to have that social interaction with other kids. Um, you want them to have what you had, you know, growing up um, as a kid, you know, what it's like to interact with other kids at school. So I, I, for safety purposes or safety reasons, it mm. would be great to have them hold school. Um, but, you know, in terms of them having to experience that culture of being in school, I would, I would, I would, you know, keep them in school, I think. But I think I'd also need to do more research before I could make any decision because it's, it's not really a common thing in South Africa as yet. So I definitely need to do my research on that one. You know, so homeschooling is growing. And though, I mean, the misconception about kids not socializing if they're homeschooled, um, I mean, you, you belong to a homeschool association and, and um, you know, you, you will interact with other parents. You, there's a curriculum. There's a lot of things that you do as a group. So a lot of the kids do get to socialize um, and, and also sports. I mean, the kids don't, they, they, don't have, they don't have a formal sports structure, but that's something that you have to incorporate. And a lot of the curriculums want the children to have some form of, some form of extracurricular activity. So the, the kids that are homeschooled generally do interact with other kids. But I understand. I mean, I think I also had the misconception for a long time. But my sister-in-law homeschooled her kids um, all the way up to, up to um, A-levels. So um, from, from watching her and another friend of mine in Zimbabwe who's also homeschooling, I now understand, oh, okay, there's lots of activities that, the, that they take part in apart from the day-to-day with their mom who's teaching them, you know, their, their curriculum. And I'm still chatting to Nadia Gabriel and Lebuhang Maruping. They're both stay-at-home moms. We're celebrating stay-at-home moms and just getting to understand what it is 
to be a stay-at-home mom. So we're taking your calls on 86 Hashtags on social media are Sidebar Cindy and KFM Talk. So, Lebohang, coming back to you, because I know that you might have to leave us soon to get and put baby to sleep. Yeah. Um, what what is your what's a typical day like for you? Like from the moment you wake up to to now. Okay, and I know not, I know now that you, you're chatting to me, but obviously you'd be doing something <laughs> else. So, what's a typical day like for you? Um, so you know, a typical day for me would be so the big one. Um, you know, um, my, my first my oldest days with with his grandmother um, in Pretoria. So it's just me, daddy, and and the little one. So, um, you know, my day would basically entail, you know, waking up. Uh, and what time What time would that be? I wake up at quarter to six. Okay. So I would wake up, get ready for school, and then wake up the little one. Um, he's still getting used to this whole thing of waking up early in the morning because, you know, before that he would wake up around 10 o'clock in the morning, which was a huge problem for him now having to adjust. Wake him up. Um, Daddy helps get him ready while I pack his stuff for school and I pack my lunch. Um, Daddy straps him in. He gets ready for work after we leave. Um, I drop him off. And then um, I go to school. Um, once I'm done with school, I will then, you know, while making my way home, pick him up and then come home. When we get home, I then make sure and I don't compromise on this um, to spend some time with him and have him relaxed and just know that he's in a safe place. Not to say that he wasn't in a safe place at mm. school because I've realized that he still hasn't adjusted. Um, so we play, we sing along and we do whatever it is that he, you know, it is that he wants to do. I will then start with the cooking. Okay. I'm preparing dinner and while that's, you know, cooking on the stove, I will then um, give him a bath and then then I would probably, you know, finish up dinner after that. Mm. And then, um, yeah, the day is up. Or then daddy puts him to sleep and then the day is up. Okay. And what time does your partner get home? He gets home around half to six, quarter to seven. Okay. Yeah. So I have him for generally most of the day. Okay. And and when, yeah. and when partner gets home, does he help out with the cooking? Or I'm, I'm, I know he helps out to the child, but is there anything else that he does? Yeah, no, he he's very domestic. Look, he's not domesticated per se. I need to get him to be domesticated, but he is the best. You ask him, please do the dishes. Sometimes I don't even have to ask. He does them because he knows that I've got a test to study for. Um, so he will do the dishes. He will finish up cooking if he finds out that I. Um, I'm still passing the little one upstairs so he will then finish up the cooking without me asking so he's very very hands on and that's what I really like about him he he's literally there I don't have to ask for anything and and the misconception that um, you know being a stay at home mom is this glamorous thing where you're sitting at Tasha's all morning then after that you can pick up your kids <laughs> in your in your luxury SUV and then I mean we see and you, and you walk around in your gym oh. wear looking looking like a gym bunny yeah. I mean that's not that's on that's not reality for everybody <laughs> no I mean my reality is far from that look I've got my days where I'll put on makeup and I will look very pretty and you'll get comments like you don't work really you don't look like you don't work I work but I don't even look like you today um, or like look like you do today so you get people you know yeah with those misconceptions where where they think that you've got the life you're living the life and that you, you go shopping every second day when that is not the case I mean in most cases you know before school I find myself still cleaning at one o'clock in the afternoon mm. And you don't know where the time went. So, 
no, you know, and you see Instagram pictures where you've got a mommy with a three month old who's got makeup on and she's looking great. And you think to yourself, but what happened to me? Why can't I look like that? So it, it, it differs from mommy to mommy. No, that's true. Know, no, it does differ from mom yeah. to mom. So you're still yeah. taking calls on 86 I'm chatting to Nadia Gabriel and Lebuhang Maruping about being a stay-at-home mom. And Lebuhang has just outlined what her, what a typical day is like for her and how her and her partner, um, you know, share the chores when he comes back from work. And another question I have for you, um, um, Lebuhang, is how do you, what's your me time? How do you feed your, your soul? How do you feed yourself? When, 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 what do you do to feed yourself? Yeah, let me put it like that. So there was a very long period where I had lost myself and I stopped living for me. Yeah. And uh, my partner reminded me that, yo, listen, um, in order for us to be okay, you need to be okay. So you need to take care of you. So, you know, quite recently I started going out more. I mean, I went to Tevin Campbell this past Friday. So mm. I do things that, you know, um, I, I, can, I, I can't really call it still like getting her groove back because I'm not really that old. But, um, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get my groove back. Um, Liv was getting her groove back at college. I, I I do things that make me happy. You know, shopping loves me, makes me happy. I can't shopping makes us all happy. <laughs> no shopping shopping is the best therapy ever I try to do that because you know you'd want to shop for yourself but you get to the shops and you think these boots are really nice for the little one oh look at that jacket so you end up doing more for them than you do for yourself so it's now more about me and taking care of me and making sure that I'm okay before I can take care of them so I do a lot of stuff that make me happy and going back to school is one of those things yeah and that's important because I know that, I mean, I know with my firstborn, Unandi, I tried to be a super mom and um, I, I had a, a mild stroke um, shortly after she was born. And that put, a, that put a stop to my perfectionism and wanting to be a super mom running around and trying to make everything perfect. Mm-hmm. And so I learned the hard way, obviously, by getting ill. And um, I think it's important for people to know that you don't have to be a perfect mom. You know, those first few months are harrowing and you do your best. You do what you can. Yeah. If the house is clean, yeah. it's clean. If it's not clean, so bon accessa, you know, but it's, 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 a, it's a journey. And the most, the more help you get and the more support you have from other mommies, the better it is for you. Okay. Yeah, we have I a, need to get those lessons. Sorry about that. So I need yeah. to get those lessons for me because I'm very pedantic and having to sit in a dirty house. I still yeah. don't know how to say it's okay. So maybe you need to school me on that and, you know, learning how it is okay to just not do anything for the and, and and well, the thing is, it is okay, Libu. I mean, it, you can't do everything, and you're not expected to. So, and as you'll you'll have to just talk to yourself. It's actually a matter <laughs> of talking to yeah. yourself and saying to yourself that you can't be a superwoman. You're not meant to be. You're not expected to be a superwoman. Sure. As long as you've done the like A B C, you have your A B Cs that you must do every day, like make the bed and mop. You know, I don't know, mop the bathroom floor and a f- and a few other things. And oxalaya uzokbonaksas. I mean, yeah. I had to learn to be like that. I had to talk to myself because I was sick. I was on high blood pressure medication, and it wasn't okay. I mean, my baby was hardly five days old, and there I was in a hospital going into an MRI scanner because they thought I may have a. a, a a brain bleed but it was all self it was self-induced I had done I'd worked myself into such a frenzy because I wanted to be this perfect mommy and it's not worth it so I I hope my story then helps you get to um, to to adjust yourself and just know that you're not expected to do everything every day I hope that helps it does it does thank you okay so we have a caller we have Diboni calling us from Krista Um, Diboni, welcome to Sidebar Cindy thank you so very much for taking my call great stuff so um, I'm calling in because I just want to 
um, share my current situation. I am a work from home mom. Yes. Um, run a lot of the aspects of my business from home. And I've got uh, children, too, a son and a daughter, and my partner. And the biggest challenge I find being a work-at-home mom is I have to do everything uh, which pertains to my business and home at the same time. So, for instance, you can imagine trying to negotiate a deal with, with a client, but at the same time also checking that my daughter's project for school is done. Um, from running around and doing the household shopping and putting the house in order. But there are some rewards, and I think the rewards far outweigh whatever the challenges of of being a stay-at-home mom or work-at-home mom uh, would be. Mm. And um, so when when people make calls, when, when your business calls come through and your baby may be squealing in the background or something's happening in the background, do you find yourself having to explain yourself or do people understand what, okay, we'll send Lini and no, she's a mommy and she's working at the same time? You know, um, people generally understand and I've also asked that um, my, my family, my, my children give me that space so they get it. They know exactly when, um, although I had one of the most funny incidents ever, I was taking a call, a conference a video call. You know how they do one of those where you're um, called uh, from, let's say, the States and, yeah. and, and you're both conference together yes and my daughter i had no idea that she was running around at the back and she came in through the patio and literally creeps up you know from the back and yeah. there i see her in the in the video in the zoom shot <laughs> and I, I had to it was too late because i couldn't scold her on on camera and everyone burst out laughing <laughs> and um so i had to tell them i said well you know look i'm taking this call from home because i do work from home yeah. And she waved at them and, you know, so it's cute things like that. But it's, I think people are understanding more and more that many women have to merge their lives yes. with their work. You know, it's just inevitable. There, there, there's some businesses that can only survive that way. Yeah. And, and, and look, life passes us by. The, you know, your kids will be grown up, they'll be out of the house soon. And you don't want to look back on your life and regret not having spent time with them because you are busy chasing your career or whatever it is. So um, I, I, I love what you're doing, Kiriboni. I, I really, I think it's, it's great that you're working from home and your kids are part of everything. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling. Thank you for having the call. I enjoy your show so much. Thank you. Thank you, Kitty Well, if you've just joined us, you're listening to Sidebar Cindy with me, Cindy Suefancel. I'm chatting about stay-at-home moms. I'm chatting to two um, stay-at-home moms, um, to Lebohang Maruping and to Nadia Gabriel. And Nadia, um, so coming back to you, um, mm-hmm. I'm interested to know what your day is like. What time does your day start and what time does your day end? Oh, I have a long day. My day starts at about, same, I think, as level, at about quarter to six. Yeah. So I wake up, get the kids ready, and then at seven we leave home for school. And the traffic in the morning is quite horrific, so sometimes it can take us an hour to get there. Mm. But after the kids are dropped off, they're at two separate schools. I now recently joined the gym, which is amazing. So I try and pop in there for an hour. So do you drop your kids? Gym lifestyle. So do you drop your kids off at, at school in your gym way? 
Sometimes they do. Yes, I am one of those moms. I hope it's, I hope it's matchy matchy. <laughs> no, it's really bad. It's, it's I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Nadia. <laughs> Um, so after I drop them off, I head to gym for an hour, and then I'm usually back by nine or quarter past nine. So after a quick shower, it's housework for actually an hour, maybe an hour and a half, depending how hectic the house is. Yeah. And then I try and get in at least an hour, an hour of work okay. before I have to fetch them because I have to leave to fetch the girls at twelve. Okay. Okay. Then after, yeah, it's, it's quite a busy day actually. And then when do you start cooking? At about four. Okay. And what time does your partner get home? He usually gets home at around the same time, but he works until about six. Okay. So he's at work and he comes home and he works from home. Um, but he is on hand if they need him. But at two and five, they're quite independent now. So I can easily put on pepper steak or the girls will play outside while I'm busy. But they entertain each other, which is pretty cool. Yeah, pepper pepper um, pig has saved many of us. Pepper pig is amazing. She's a hero in our house. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's funny. And then we eat at five, so we have quite an early supper. Okay, but a very, a very structured day as well. Very much so. Routine is key, I feel, for everybody's sanity. And it keeps things running smoothly. So, yeah, I'm a firm believer in routine. Okay, well, going to Twitter, we have a few comments from Twitter. We have Genevieve who says that not a chance could I be a stay-at-home mom. It's incredibly draining and hard and tough and exhausting. And while it, of course, has its benefit, it's a hard job. It is a job with no financial remuneration. I take my hats off to all stay-at-home moms. I couldn't wait for my maternity leave to end both times. I was craving my workplace. I was craving adult conversation. And I was so happy when it did come to an end. I'm definitely a working mom, and that's okay. Stay-at-home moms are incredible beings. That's um, Genevieve from Twitter. We have another comment from Uzina who says that it really does sound exhausting. I think social media has created a distorted view of it um, that you have all this freedom and luxury of doing nothing. Libuhang has painted a different picture altogether. And then Umahwe underscore AB says it could never be me. So you know, she's very clear that she could never be a stay-at-home mom. But I mean, I love the way, um, you know, the both of you have been so honest and so open about your lives because, you know, I, I guess, you know, when you look from the outside, all we're thinking is that, okay, they're going to shop after that. They're going to have coffee the whole morning, then go to gym, then go and pick up the kids. I and mean, look, there are some stay-at-home moms who live like that, but the majority of stay-at-home moms aren't living that, that life of, of, of luxury that we see. Um, Lebuchang, before we let you go, because I know that you, you really do have to go, um, do you have any like words of wisdom for moms that are considering become stay-at-home moms or who are already in it and are struggling? Um, Cindy, I mean, for the stay-at-home moms, or for the ladies, right, the women out there, rather, who are thinking of becoming a stay-at-home mom, from an emotional point of view, I don't think you could ever be be ready for it because, you know, um, there's a lot that goes into being a stay-at-home mom. You just wing it as the days go by. Mm. Um, you know, but, you know, it's the most rewarding thing ever, knowing that you're taking care of your own child and that you're there for every milestone and that you you are doing it yourself. Um and for moms who are, you know, doing it still and are finding it hard, I'm also finding it hard and it's okay to find it hard. We learn every day. We will make those mistakes. We are still learning our kids. They are still learning us as well. So um, it's, it's, a, it's a struggle that, that brings great rewards at the end of the day. And like I said earlier on, 
there is no bonus. You know, we don't get monetary value. We don't get paid in monetary value, but the the rewards that we get are, are fulfilling and they're memorable and they are long lasting. They just don't end. And having to see a child grow up in front of you, knowing that you helped raise them on a full time basis, and not to say that there's anything wrong with mommies who are you know no, work the full nine to five. No, there is nothing wrong. I did that as well for quite some time, but um, there's just something different about being a stay at home mom, knowing that you are there for your kids. Mm. And how do you factor in date night um, at the moment? Or you're not there yet? You know what? For the longest of times, like I said, um, you know, I couldn't find a make time for myself and that included my relationship. It was always about the kids. Um, but now we have started exploring different things and we, we, we it's about it's a little bit more about us now. Yeah. So we try and steal the time when we can. Granny comes and she babysits and we go out, um, you know, so we, we do try and start. So it might not particularly be date night, mm-hmm. but we do a lot of activities together. Okay, well, all the best with your studies, um, Lebukhang, and thank you so much for joining us on Saipat Cindy. And this evening, we're celebrating stay-at-home moms, and we've been chatting to Lebukhang Maruping, who's had to go to put her baby um, her baby down. But um, I'm still with Nadia Gabriel, um, who's a stay-at-home mom, and she's also a blogger. So, Nadia, I know that um, you know you've you've been you've been writing um, quite a bit, and so how did the blog come about, and what kind of content do you put um, do you put out there? Um, yeah, my blog's been around for a while. I started it about four years ago, okay. but I wrote anonymously. Yeah, so the blog was very much a way for me to vent about the parenting journey and what I was going through. And it was just a way for me to process everything that I was feeling because I'm not very good at verbalizing it, but I can write it. So what it actually hit home with was how many other women were feeling the exact same way that I was. Mm. So the same struggles, the same insecurities. Are we doing the best for our kids? Are we doing enough for our kids? Um, am I giving my husband enough, their, enough, enough attention? attention? It's, it's all of these issues that we all share as moms. And it's not just stay-at-home moms. It's all mothers. Mm. So, yeah, that's how it started. And then in 2017, I decided to go public with the blog. And it's been such an amazing journey since then. And what I think Lebo also touched on earlier is that being a stay-at-home mom actually gives you a chance to change career direction. Mm-hmm. So I was, I've actually had my honors in HR and I worked for seven years in finance, but I've always enjoyed writing. And mm-hmm. now here I am as a stay-at-home mom doing what I love. So it's actually funny how things work out, but it's a nice chance to actually swerve and try something new. And of course, bless a lot of people with your um, with your blog. I mean, the blog is the non adventures of a stay at home mom. Well, non adventures of a of a S A H M. But I'll post. I'll, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll post. I'll post the link. I'll post the link after the show. So there's a tweet from Mama Chef Josie, and she says, oh. Nadia, <laughs> she's listening, and she says Nadia yeah. is so modest. She's actually extremely busy and works late into the night as well. One of the most dedicated people I know. So is is, is Mama Chef Josie part of your mom group? She's actually one of my very close friends and we have our own business together, which is how she knows that we work so late because we started our own content creation company. (laughs) So we're both actually up really late at night. We go to bed sometimes at midnight, just getting out our work. And you must still be up around six o'clock to make sure that the the household is running. Yes, you just have to juggle everything to make it happen. And and Nadia, you know, 
in terms of managing stress, I mean, look, I have stress mm-hmm. as a mom. I'm not the best mommy in the world. I'm also winging it here and there. And there are days when I really am stressed. Um, and obviously, I... I have the I have the opportunity of going to work and being at work for for a few hours and coming here for a few hours and leaving the home stresses at home and then getting home and, if, and most of the stress has has been sorted out. Um, how do you minimize stress um, in your life? I know you've started going to the um, gym, but what else? What yeah, else? that has helped. For me, the best thing to do is actually to have some alone time so I can regroup. I I really need that. Like the constant interaction, really it it wears on me to the point where I'm, I'm mentally, physically and emotionally exhausted and I, I can't be a good mom to my kids. Mm. So just having some time out, whether it's going for a coffee by myself or strolling through a mall or sitting outside with a book while my husband take the ki- takes the kids out for a while, whatever it is, that alone time is my de-stressing. So yeah, that's what I need to fill my cup. And if you were to... to I, I don't know, give lessons, okay, lessons is the wrong word, but give give advice to, to a person that's considering becoming a stay-at-home, a stay-at-home mom. What are the top five things, just off the top of your head, that you think are very important to consider before you take this big decision? Because it is quite a big decision. Yeah, it is a big decision. Okay, top five. Yeah. Um, I would say that your partner has to be on board with it. Okay. So your partner needs to be there because he's going to be the one who supports you financially. And if you guys don't have a strong relationship, that's not a place you want to be where you're relying on someone financially if you're not sure that they're going to stick around for the journey. So having a partner who understands and is willing to support you and not just financially, but also emotionally because it's difficult. It's difficult being on call all day, 24-7. There's no lunch breaks. You're not and that's literally what it is, long right? Drive home. It's, yeah, it's 24-7. There's... There's no leave. You could be sick and you're still at work. Mm. <laughs> you live at work. Um, so that's one of the things. The second would be to make sure you know what you're getting into. Don't don't imagine that this is a TV version of staying at home. It's not. For a lot of us, it isn't. So you need to be you need to be sure this is what you want to do. Um, the third thing is to make time for yourself. You need to prioritize that. Even though you are a stay-at-home mom and your kids do come first, you do as well. And having that time allocated each week, even if it's two hours on a Saturday yeah. or three hours if you can make it, it makes such a difference. Like I can't emphasize that enough. So don't knock that. Um, what else? Make time for your husband. <laughs> I know my husband is listening and he's probably and laughing. He, and he's like, tweeted as well. He's also proud of you tweets. Like, hmm. <laughs> He'll be waiting for me when I go inside. <laughs> But you need to do that because you can get swallowed up by motherhood. It can take over your life. And you will realize this when every conversation you have revolves around the kids. Mm. And you're not really a complete person. You need to do the stuff that you did before you had kids. Maybe not all of it, but try and retain some of those interests that you had. And try and feed it because you need it as a person. Mm. You're more than just a mother. You are a woman. You are a person with different hobbies, different interests. And you need to also feed that side of yourself. And what's my first tip? What can I say? Oh, you know what? Actually, this is really important. Yeah. As a stay-at-home mom, you actually end up taking your kids for granted quite often which makes it difficult to be present because they are always there. Yeah. So it's hard to focus in the moment that you're in to enjoy it. So what I've actually done recently is I've set 
a time. So from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m., yeah. that is our time to play. So there's no phone, there's no TV, there's no outside interference. And we, we play. We play hide and seek. We play with Play-Doh. We do all sorts of stuff. But that is my time to be present with them because mm. that's what your kids need. Like you could be there the whole day, but if you're also on your phone or you're also, I don't know, doing work or whatever, mm. they don't even consider that as you being there. Mm. So if you're not listening to them, your kids will think that you haven't spent time with them. So I think, you know, prioritize being present and enjoying time with your kids. It goes so fast. That's great advice, um, Nadia. I know that one of your blog um, um, posts was about how you, you posted and you said, okay, I don't enjoy playing with my kids. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> what, what was that all about? <laughs> so recently, Hasbro launched the Save Time for Playtime campaign, which is what got my playtime hour into play. Okay. Because I'm not one of those moms who loves playing. Like I'm not that person. If I have to play that mommy baby game one more time, I, I don't know what I'll do. I'll time pulling out your hair, yeah. So, <laughs> I can't do it on repeat. So, but I realized that that's how kids communicate with you. It's how they tell you if something's worrying them. It's through play. Mm. So, yeah. So even though I don't enjoy it, my kids need it. So I've set aside that time for them every day to reconnect. And they love it. Now they actually... They look forward to it and they say, mommy, what are we going to play today? Is it my turn to choose? So, yeah, it's made quite a difference. And do you know the words to Baby Shark? <laughs> Everybody knows the words to Baby Shark. <laughs> Who doesn't? That song, that song will live forever. So someone on Twitter <laughs> said Baby Shark is the Sister Bettina for children. There's a song called Sister Bettina. I'm not, I don't know if you know it, yeah. but there's a, there's a ratchet song called Sister Bettina. So someone said that a Baby Shark is, is that song for kids because every child knows Baby Shark. So are you they guys... listen to that song on repeat. You don't understand. And there's so many versions of it, but they will watch it over and over. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> I actually kind of like it though. Do you? Wow. I, yeah, I, I do. It's very catchy. So it's, it's growing on you. Yeah, it's grown on me. <laughs> no, but thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us, Nadia. And so thank you so much for sharing um, your story. And thank you as well to Lebohang Maruping, who had joined us um, during the earlier part of the show, um, sharing her experiences um, as, a, as a stay-at-home mom. I really appreciate your inputs. And um, you, yeah, you, you were both fantastic guests. And i yeah glad to have you on the show. I'll be posting your, your link on, on Twitter, Nadia. And, oh, and thank you. You'll be, so do you, do you update um, weekly, monthly, every two weeks? How often do you update your blog? My blog, um, you know what, my blog is very much an online journal. So okay. whenever things happen is when I, I usually write about it. Okay, and do you post so, pics yeah. of your children as well or not? I don't. I'm okay. one of those parenting no, bloggers. No, that's fine. So I'm just asking. Never see my yeah. kids, yeah. Okay, all right. No, 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 I, no, I don't. So, yeah, it's, very, it's more from a parenting perspective than about the kids as much. As, okay. Well, thank you so much for, mm-hmm. for joining us. And, um, yeah. Thanks um, so much for having me. And happy the, anniversary. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nadia. <laughs> So that is Nadia Gabriel, um, who was part of the show. Tonight's show was about stay-at-home mom celebrating all the work that they do. And before I go, I just want to say that, um, you know, stay-at-home moms do a lot of work. They're really the heroines, the unsung heroines of, of, of our homes. And the important take-home form from me is that you need to find a good support system. You need to make sure that you put yourself first because... 
you know, one day your kids are going to grow up and leave the house. And if you've spent your whole life dedicated to them and now they're gone and you don't know who you are anymore, that's not good for you. So do make time for yourself. Um, and if you feel that you're burning out or you're stressed out, get help because there's always help out there. Um, you know, find mom groups to talk to. You know, if you, if you think you might be burning out, you know, talk to your doctor, talk to your GP, but make sure that, um, you know, you, you seek help when you can. Sidebar with Cindy. Every Monday to Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.